<laughs> Welcome back, DogCon Podcast. Episode is this five? Six. Is this six? six this yeah. is six. Yep. Wow, that's cool. A month and a half old. That's cool. Yeah. A month or episode six. Welcome to episode six. Uh, I'm Robbie, and I'm Tito. And yeah, this is the Dogtown Podcast. We talk about creativity. And this week, I wanted to bring this topic of this video, this TED Talk, actually, from Joseph Gordon-Levitt that I found that is like completely shattered or like shook my whole world. And I'm like so into it. Yeah. And it's like this, I don't, and he's an actor. I don't like know enough of his movies to really yeah. place him he says he was in batman but i can't in, picture him in ba- what, what what did he play in Batman? he was like they alluded to him being robin but he was oh, like really a, oh that's right yeah. yeah wait which batman was it it was the most recent uh not the most recent one i'm sorry the 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 last christian bale one oh the Dark Knight. okay i yeah okay cool i kind of remember him now yeah he was in I think it was called 50-50. Have you ever? No. With um, Seth Rogen. Oh, really? Where he's like, um, he he got cancer and then Seth Rogen's his like goofy friend and have to deal with like learning how to manage that whole thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, anyways, he's apparently like has a lot of really cool stuff to say in this TED talk. Um he, yeah. So he also has, I, I need to learn more about it, but he has a company called Hit Record. Yeah, I Did, just found out about this too. Yeah, so he he's really focused on collaborating with artists. So that, I feel yeah. like that's his main kind of goal yeah. in life is this Hit Record like movement type. Yeah, thing. and it's like this online platform yeah. where people can collaborate from all over the world, it sounds like, right. which sounds awesome. Yeah. And then Tito, you just told me before we pressed record, before we hit record, yeah. that he also has a podcast now. Yeah, I I don't know if I don't know if it was since he released this TED Talk video, he did a podcast. I need to I I don't want to get fact checked because I'm yeah I need to double check. <laughs> Maybe while you're talking, I'll double check. Okay, but he does have a podcast now that I just listened to an episode of, and he talks about creativity. And oh, cool! Very similar topics to kind of what we talk about. Awesome! 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 So I think that, um, so this, this whole podcast is going to be about his Ted talk. And I, what I did was I grabbed quotes from it. And so I'll, um, I'll play some quotes and then we'll listen to it. Tito and I will listen to the quote and then we'll like kind of talk and, um, I'll say some stuff that I had thought about it, uh, about that quote or some notes that I had written about it. And then that'll kind of be the format for this podcast and um did you find out out the thing yeah so the podcast is called creative processing with joseph gordon levitt um it's kind of weird because he has like multiple episodes but like okay it's been out for a little bit since maybe august oh cool um yeah so since august he released so there's a few episodes out That's now sweet i'm gonna listen to that for sure yeah um all right so what's the ted talk called it's called um oh how do i not know what it's called (laughs) Jeez, this is like the thing that i really should have i'm gonna pause pause okay i'm unpausing it now the i looked up the podcast it's called 
How craving? I mean, I looked up the. Damn, I'm pausing it. <laughs> <laughs> the pod, the video, the YouTube video is entitled "How Craving Attention Makes You Less Less Creative" by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And uh, yeah, so I think that you. I was trying to think of like what's the right way for the listener to do this. Yeah, I think it it is to turn off our podcast right now and go and, and watch, watch it the video watch yeah. the ted talk right and then just kind of you'll be like oh this is sweet this is sweet and then maybe tomorrow morning on your way to work or wherever you're going yeah. you listen to our podcast again and i think mm-hmm. that that's maybe the right way that whoever's listening to this is going to get the most benefit right yeah because i think i think you could like our goal would still be able to understand the the talk yeah. While they're listen like listening to us, yeah. but it yeah. will be way more effective if you did yeah. stop this right now. Yeah. And actually listen to it. Yeah. But maybe you're like on your bike right now and you're just like, I can't stop my stupid podcast. So you're just gonna listen to it. And that's fine too. So yeah. So here we go. We're just gonna talk about it. Um and so if you stopped it, welcome back. And welcome if, back to the Dogtown Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 6.5. <laughs> wow. We're already halfway through? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, here, okay, I'm going to play this quote. This is from the first part of his talk. I'm an actor, so uh, I'm a bit of an expert on, uh, well, nothing, really. Um, but I do know what it feels like to get attention. I've been lucky in my life to get a lot more than my fair share of attention. And uh, I'm grateful for that because, like I said, it's a, it's a powerful feeling. <clears throat> But there's another powerful feeling that I've also been lucky to experience a lot as an actor. And it's funny, it's sort of the opposite feeling because it doesn't come from getting attention. It comes from paying attention. Mm. When I'm acting, I get so focused that I'm only paying attention to one thing. Like when I'm on set and we're about to shoot and the first AD calls out rolling, and then I hear a speed marker set and then the director calls action. I've heard that sequence so many times, like it's become this Pavlovian magic spell for me. Rolling, speed, marker, set, and action. Something happens to me. I can't even help it. My attention narrows and everything else in the world, anything else that might be bothering me or might grab my attention, it all goes away and and I just there. And that feeling, that is what I love. Like, that to me is creativity. And, and that's the biggest reason I'm so grateful that I get to be an actor. Yes. Wow. Right? That's so good. Yeah. That's his intro. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like this thing. I, I like just how he talks about for his specific thing of acting. There is that marker set action like yeah. thing. And then you go into this mode this mode and that's and that is like the that's what he says like that is creativity that is it that's what it's about you know and um he did a great job of it uh, kind of describing what it feels like to be in like a flow state mm -hmm. where you're just in the groove and like everything all the outside factors go away when he talks about like once he hits those words it's very pavlovian where it's just like he's in it now Mm mm-hmm 
Totally. And that's like when, um, just like thinking about creativity, I like putting it in terms of that where like, that's what you're going for because it's like that, that is like fulfillment. That is like energizing. That is like life giving a lot more so usually than status or than achievement. And I think that it's like the type of thing where, where status getting a certain number of like awards or a certain number of recognition, there's all of these stories about how that just leaves people like vacant and leaves this void. Um, and I think that there's just such a strong power to like really embracing like, Oh, like the part where you're actually in it, the part where you're actually playing the music is like what you're going for. Like, not the, not the, not the, like this false idea that you're going to get so much, you know, feeling of seeing the gold record or like right. cruising down the road and like blurring like your, that is you know? the thing like that. Yeah. Like that is doing the thing. it and making it is actually like, you're actually the there thing. already. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think I really like just how he puts it in those terms mm-hmm. um, and kind of like talks about how exciting and how life giving that 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 moment is where where they go action and then he's in it and he's living his life you know because mm-hmm. like what else are you what else are you doing with your life yeah all right next quote so there's these two powerful feelings there's getting attention and paying attention of course in the last decade or so new technology has allowed more and more people to have this powerful feeling of getting attention for any kind of creative expression, not just acting, it could be writing or photography or drawing or music, everything. The channels of distribution have been democratized, and that's a good thing. But I do think there's an unintended consequence for anybody on the planet with an urge to be creative, myself included, because I'm not immune to this. I think that our creativity is becoming more and more of a means to an end. And that end is to get attention. And so I feel compelled to speak up because, in my experience, the more I go after that powerful feeling of paying attention, the happier I am. But the more I go after the powerful feeling of getting attention, the unhappier I am. That's it. I feel personally attacked by this yes. segment. <laughs> that is like the, that is it. Like this podcast could be that like last five seconds on repeat for uh, 45 minutes. What was the last five, five seconds? I'll, I'll play. And so I feel compelled to speak up because in my experience, the more I go after that powerful feeling of paying attention, the happier I am. But the more I go after the powerful feeling of getting attention, the unhappier I am. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, that just makes so much sense. And that's one of the things where I'm like, yeah. that is, that's right. That's right. In my yeah. life, that's my experience. Like he's I can li- think of specific times. Go ahead. Oh, here's say. another movie. He was in inception. Oh, he's literally, okay. he's, li- he's, 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 he's literally us. <laughs> getting us out of this. Like, yes. Weird cycle that we're in. Oh my gosh. Yeah. JGL, he's doing mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, because it's so true. When you are in a place where you're actually genuinely paying attention, you're most satisfied with your work. Yeah. And 
but then we also have this game of like trying to get attention at the same mm-hmm. time that if i was being honest is is a game that i play in yeah all the time mm-hmm. and it's like there's some satisfaction in it but it's not that pure yeah it's not that pure thing that he's talking about mm-hmm. and it's like we're all trying to get to that pure place yeah and i th- i think that it's like i can think of sp- specific examples mm. of like and i think that if we go back to the episode whenever i was talking about different times of my life of my like artistic life and um the different gut feelings that they gave me. i think it was episode two mm-hmm. and it was kind of um i would talk about different different experiences that i had that that informed what i want to make a podcast about and yeah. um and if you go back and listen to that, that's a lot of the same thing that you see is like times where you f- where I was kind of overwhelmed or like preoccupied with getting attention or chasing attention felt very, uh, very unfulfilling. Yeah. And then um, there's other times where you're in the moment and it's just a lot. It's just a completely different ball game, And it's like one of those things that I had. I've been amassing all these experiences, all this evidence to give credence to that. And then he said it and I'm like, that is what it is. You just gave words to this thing that I've been kind of like experiencing. Yeah, it is true. I mean, even when you go back to the yardstick episode where Mm -hmm. you talk about how this one video of yours got a ton of views. Yeah. And like, but prior to it hitting that number, mm. you know, you were like, I want to push this as much as possible to get that number. And yeah. then when it finally happened, it kind of took the joy out of yeah what you were doing. Yeah. And when I think about it for myself, it's, it is funny because it's like, you get satisfaction if you get like a certain number or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I remember specific moments more than those mm-hmm. like achievements yeah like when we're doing sessions mm-hmm. when we're actually like in the zone and like yeah. feeling it with the band mm-hmm. or if you're just having a great time with your friends making music or doing yeah. something creative those are the things that we're actually chasing mm-hmm. more or at least for me i remember those more oh yeah those become the like oh remember that time yeah rather yeah, than totally. like remember that one time when you got that video, yeah. This many views, yeah. And it's kind of a, a very lonely spot. Yeah, you're like, totally. You're the only one that made that video. That yeah. It it wasn't like in this like creative space. Yeah. I like I oh, oh my gosh I wish I remember where I heard this like quote or read this quote from, and I can't like I can't remember it specifically, but it was someone saying essentially like when you're like fifty years from now, you're never gonna like look back on your memories and be like oh remember that time that post got a hundred likes you know yeah (laughs) it's like that that's not making like a memory that's not that's not something that will stand the test of time you know yeah it's a very temporary feeling yeah and i I just i don't want to shit on your video that made like a billion views because yeah yeah it it might have created like a lot of impact for certain people uh, yeah. and you put in work and mm-hmm. it was all your creative energy. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to make that a bad thing, Yeah. but it's also like in this conversation, it it's taking a look at how you felt about it. Yeah. And like what gives you personally like fulfillment. And right. What, yeah. True personal. And you yeah. can make yourself look uh-huh. and feel a certain way about your Instagram or your social media 
it because it's a highlight reel right yeah. i mean it's just the, these highlights but mm-hmm. um just wanted to focus more on like how you actually feel yeah exactly and how you're actually feeling about it at the time um okay uh let's go to the next quote and then twitter came out and i got totally hooked on it just like everybody else which made me into a complete hypocrite because at that point i was absolutely using my acting to get attention i mean what did i think i was just getting all these followers because of my brilliant tweets i actually did think that i was like you know they don't just like me because they saw me in batman they like what i have to say i've got a way with words And then in no time at all, it started having an impact on my dearly beloved creative process. It still does. I try not to let it. But, you know, I'll be sitting there, like, reading a script. And instead of thinking, okay, how can I personally identify with this character? Or how is the audience going to relate to this story? I'm like, what are people going to say about this movie on Twitter? And what will I say back that'll be good and snarky enough to get a lot of retweets, but not too harsh, because people love to get offended and I don't want to get canceled? These are the thoughts that enter my mind while I'm like, (laughs) supposed to be reading a script, trying to, you know, be an artist. Mm. Yes. Have you had that? I feel like I, like, when Uh, he says the thing about, Every day. (laughs) Yeah. About, like, um, What will people... Yeah, like, how what, how will people comment? Like, yeah, how will people comment about this? Hun, I've definitely had that thing where you're where you're making something and thinking about how what kind of reaction it'll get, and that's driving these decisions that you make creatively. It affects yeah mm-hmm. the work that you're actually putting in. Oh, totally. Whether it's on purpose mm-hmm. because you're like I don't want to try to do it this way because or just like your mind is editing already. Oh yeah. Because... Totally. Totally. Oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of the, 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 there was like times that I remember of like being in a band where it's like, I would see things that people do online that got like a lot of attention and be like, Oh, that's what we're missing. You know, we need a, this certain type of aesthetic or we need to do it, have an online presence in this way or make a certain, vlog video that that worked well for this other artist and so we need to do that Mm. or it's like or even with your like your type of music that you're playing it can really affect that and be like oh we need to do more covers we need to do Mm. you know we need to what we need to do is a top 40 cover that will be cool that will get you know attention and then you end up like changing into this band that you never really cared to be playing these songs Mm. you never really cared to play right uh yeah and it's it's just it could take you down a weird road it can take you down a real weird road how do we live with that i mean with with how with how pervasive technology is now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure it was back then too without social media or whatever like there was some there was something that was affecting the way creatives uh-huh. worked mm-hmm. um because yeah. there's about like sometimes there's creative people who's trying to make it their living so mm-hmm. there's like a financial factor involved yeah where it's totally, like yeah. how do you balance that all out mm-hmm. in this in today's age i, I don't right. know if i have the answer for it right but it, it's it's a really interesting thing because it's like it's hitting me in a way where it's just like oh he's yeah. he's totally catching all of my insecurities yeah totally and it makes you think a little bit about okay how am i doing it right now mm-hmm. what what kind of things am I putting in place that mm-hmm. will get me to a place where I'm a little bit more, I'm listening more. 
than mm -hmm. trying to get attention. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't have an answer to that question. No, I, it, that's tough. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to get an answer okay. from you. It's, yeah. I didn't it's, think so. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's such a big, I, Cause we I, talk yeah. about it. Like, that's the whole pos podcast. Yeah. Is that question. Yeah. yeah. That's our whole podcast. It's just so hard to, yeah. Cause it's like, okay, you're doing a Dogtown session. Right. And it's yeah. just like, you want to share with people that this is happening, but then also at the same time, you want to be in the moment. Mm -hmm. It's like, is it just like, you don't post it? And just have the moment, yeah. Or wait uh, yeah. till until the video is yeah. done, and then it's like then you can share it. And another here's another question: is like, is it possible to like post, and is it is it possible to post in a way that isn't trying to get attention? Do you know mm. what I mean? Because it's easy to just say to just associate posting on social media equals um, chasing attention. Right. But maybe that's not a clear correlation. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good way to look at it. Like may, how, how would you, maybe right. you can post and maybe you can be involved in social media in a way that's not just purely attention seeking hmm. is, is that, I think that there is a, a the, I don't know, maybe not. Yeah. But I think I get the feeling that there is, it's more, more of a, a distinction. Right. Yeah. Cause it, it, if you go completely purist way of just like, we're just having the moment, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, why are we recording a video? Yeah. Yeah. You know, why don't we just play and watch each other? Yeah. So, uh -huh. yeah. So, what, like, what is the that uh -huh. balance? It's yeah. Interesting. I think you can definitely, like, yeah. I think there's definitely more to it than. And it probably it. depends on different people, mm -hmm. different artists, different. Yeah, definitely. Different methods. Maybe some people are more. Mm hmm. I don't know, extroverted or something or yeah. Yeah. Yep. But here's what I can tell you. Being addicted to getting attention, it's just like being addicted to anything else. It's never enough. You start out and you're thinking, well, if only I had a thousand followers, that would feel amazing. But then you're like, well, once I get to 10,000 followers and that, once I get to a hundred, once I get to a million followers, then I'll feel amazing. So I have 4.2 million followers on Twitter. It's never made me feel amazing. I'm not going to tell you how many I have on Instagram because I feel genuine shame about how low the number is because I joined Instagram after Batman came out. <laughs> and I search other actors and I see that their number is higher than mine and it makes me feel terrible about myself? Because the follower count makes everybody feel terrible about themselves. That feeling of inadequacy is what drives you to post so you can get more attention. And that attention that you get is what these companies sell. That's how they make their money. So there is no amount of attention you can get where you feel like you've arrived and you're like, ah, I'm good now. And of course, there are a lot of actors, you know, who are a lot more famous than I am, have more followers than I do, but I bet you they would tell you the same thing. If your creativity is driven by a desire to get attention, you're never going to be creatively fulfilled. That's so good. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, it's, I, it's so cool ahead. to hear him be honest with that kind of stuff, like just kind of sharing his little feelings yeah. for it. Because it's like for someone with his platform mm-hmm. to speak like this and then a lot of creative people who can listen to it and be like, oh, so it doesn't change once you get to that certain exactly. level. Yeah. Exactly. He feels the same way that I do with this many followers. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. With, yeah, exactly. Right. And I love how he how he brings it into the context of the business model and that it's not right. It's not an accident. You know, it's not an accident mm. that these numbers make you feel this certain way. It's like in yeah, like this like kind of unhealthy relationship yeah. pe- that a lot of people have to their phones is not is not something that's just like a coincidence. Yeah. It's like that's the feeling that that keeps these companies like Facebook, which is like one of the largest companies the world has ever seen, mm-hmm. that keeps it in that position, yeah. you know? And um and I just love how he how he sees it in the context of that business. Yeah. And, and then, it yeah, it's super ramped up within the mm-hmm. last year or two oh with my gosh, like this. Yeah. I mean, the word algorithm is yeah. so oh, yeah. like prominent now mm-hmm. where I like that he makes that little jab there of just like yeah, this totally. is what they want, you yes. know? And it's like now we're kind of mm-hmm. hostages in this algorithm game. <laughs> yeah, and it's I think it's just so important to to look at it through that to, through that lens and be like, it's not your fault that you feel this this like insecurity or this addiction to your phone or you feel this kind of like things. It's not that you're like a weak person who just can't handle it. It's like there are you know on the other side of your phone, there's like offices full of engineers in Silicon Valley trying to engineer that feeling, trying to make you come back to your phone as much as possible. And not only like engineers trying to make that happen, there's these AI algorithms trying to make that happen. Mm. And so it's, it's like, it's a, it's a lopsided arms race. I've heard it called where it's like, it's not your, it's not your fault that you're trying to, you know, that you can't build up enough determination and nerves of steel. It's like, you're up against, you know, billions and billions of dollars that's trying to just captivate right. your attention. Right. Um, yeah. So I just like seeing it in that context. I think it's really important. Yeah. Ready for the next quote? Yep. Cool. But I do have some good news. There's this other powerful feeling. Something else you can do with your attention besides letting a giant tech company control it and sell it. This is that feeling I was talking about, why I love acting so much. It's being able to pay attention to just one thing. Turns out there's actually some science behind this, too. Uh, Psychologists and neuroscientists, they study a phenomenon they call flow, uh, which is this thing that happens in the human brain when someone pays attention to just one thing, like something creative, and manages not to get distracted by anything else. And some say the more regularly you do this, the happier you'll be. Now, I'm not a psychologist or a neuroscientist, but I can tell you, for me, that is very true. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's like another one of the things where it's like, yeah, that's when you say it like that, it's like, that is very true. Mm-hmm. In my life, in my experiences, that's what's given me a lot of fulfillment is the amount of time I'm spending in a, in a kind of like, deep work pursuit like Mm -hmm. that in that flow state and um yeah i bring up this that term deep work because it's from this book that that i read and and tito and i have talked about um 
together in the past, and that's uh, the book Deep Work, um, Rules for Focused Success in a Distracted World by Cal Newport. Mm-hmm. And I am just all about this book. This was like a, a one that kind of like changed my life like a, a couple years ago or something. And just ever since reading, I'm like, yes, things are like starting to make a little bit more sense. And I, yeah, I would totally recommend this book or just look up anything by Cal Newport. Look up like YouTube video of Cal Newport and you can kind of get an idea of what he's talking about. Um, what is the idea of being in deep work? Is that just like the extreme focus part? Or? Yeah. So, so the way, so in, in his book, he kind of talks about like when you're doing deep work, that's, that's a kind of, um, like a focused, uh, type of work that really, where you're pushing your, um, you're pushing your mind and your body to its limits. Um, and you're really challenging yourself and focusing on a task um, whether that's like a creative, like artistic work or some other type of work, but it's what matters is, is being undistracted and completely immersed in something that you really want to be doing. Mm. And, um, and so he, I, I pulled a few quotes from that book. Um, one of them is that human beings, it seems are at their best when immersed deeply in something challenging which is kind of a little bit different than the um, conventional view of like, of like what the best times are. And it's not um, so like Cal Newport would kind of push, push back against the idea that the, you know, the, the best times in your life are when you're like on the beach or just relaxing or, you know, chilling out and having nothing to do. He would say you're, um, you're at your most fulfilled. You're at your uh, best when you're deeply immersed in something challenging and that, um, it draws a lot on this idea of flow that that he kind of mentioned earlier and that that JLG talks about and that's um by this uh that was a a term that was popularized that was popularized by this person named Mahali Chikset Mahali mm. in this book called Flow and here's a, a quote from that he says the best moments occur when a person's mind or body is stretched to its limits in a voluntary effort to ap- accomplish something difficult and worthwhile. Um, and yeah, and so that's the idea that that like the best times in life are when you're you know when you're in it. Yeah. When you're when we're here like writing a song and we're like, yeah. yes, this is happening. This is a thing. Yeah. And it's not just a means to an end. It's not you know the reason that you feel that fulfillment and excitement isn't just because it's like, oh, this song is going to get me a million bucks. It's like we are doing something that is like challenging and exciting and creative. Yeah. And like that is the end in itself, not a means to an end. Right. And that's kind of like what JLG talked about or JGL talked about early. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier in this thing is like seeing it, seeing that moment as an end in itself and just how many of those moments is your life populated by. You know, yeah, because not in just creative work, but in your like actual daily life, how often are you like sitting there and then there's a million things, distractions yes. that are uh-huh. going on? Yes. When in 2019, oh my gosh, when seriously. you're trying to have a actual conversation with your friend, yeah, and having this moment here, mm-hmm. you know, or your spouse or your, your significant other. How often are you so distracted that like yeah. you forget you're actually having the moment? Yeah. And just like this, like 
in especially now probably more than any other time that i could probably yeah. imagine in history where it's like that stillness and that presence is that mindfulness is like oh, so hard to come by mm. and um it can be so hard to just have a, a moment to yourself a moment where you're not reaching for your phone um and that kind of brings me to the main point that i wanted to make with this podcast and so um one of the main things that this whole that the whole JGL TED talk got me to think about is this idea is of um, maybe what I'm really craving is focus. Maybe when I'm, maybe when we're like feeling this need to like compulsively reach for our phone and compulsively check our, how a post is doing, maybe, maybe in this completely distracted world, maybe a lot of what I'm actually craving isn't actually attention maybe maybe a deeper craving behind that is is focus and a, a kind of analogy that i came up with that is um is sometimes your body's cravings for certain foods might might appear to be a little bit um unhealthy but there's a lot of times a deeper healthy craving that's driving that and so if you look up um f- look up food cravings charts and you'll be able to kind of see what i'm talking about and I'll read some quotes from from them, um, from these websites that talk about food cravings charts. And so, first of all, what is what is cravings? Um, a food craving is a signal from your body that you are deficient in a nutrient. Mm. Here's a chart to help you recognize what cravings you have and what you should eat for that craving. Believe it or not, cravings are good. Food cravings mean that your body is warning you something is out of balance. You can nip it in the bud with managing stress, getting more sleep, and connecting with loved ones. But if all the above don't seem to be the issue, you might, wa- you might want to consider something going on nutritionally. For example, if you crave chocolate, this might be a magnesium deficiency. So you can start adding dark leafy greens, nuts, or fruit, and take a magnesium supplement before you go to bed. Or if you crave soda, this can mean that you have a calcium deficiency. So add, so try adding in more sesame seeds, broccoli, or kale. Um, and so, okay. So with that in mind, I'm I, like, I'm just like playing, I'm just throwing this idea around in my head of like, maybe these, these like cravings that a lot of artists feel for like this gratification from social media and this like attention, maybe on a deeper level, it's actually this craving to do something focused and something um, challenging hmm. and something undistracted in the midst of this, uh, this such a distracted world. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like there's, it's kind of, there's this surface level craving or want mm-hmm. when it comes to attention. Yeah. Which would be like the equivalent of the chocolate, you know? Right. You're like, oh, I think I really need chocolate. Right. Right. But and what then, you're actually really needing is like magnesium or something. And then it's yeah. actually, so with craving for attention, is it like a reaction to to prove to yourself or other people that you are in deep work? Yeah. I, I think that the, that like our bodies like crave deep work and craved focus work mm-hmm. and crave the act of creativity and the, right. the feeling of doing that. So maybe the oversharing mm-hmm. part of it is uh, 
trying to convince yourself that you are doing yeah, that. Yeah, I think is maybe. That what you're yeah, trying to say? yeah. Like where th- behind the actual like mm-hmm. act of posting mm-hmm. too much or overly doing it mm-hmm. is actually just trying to get to the core of. Man, that's hard to explain. There's like an actual deficit in your soul. You know, you're actually needing, you actually have a this legitimate deficit for having something to put your heart into or for having stillness or for having mm. hard work because, or for having focus. You know what I mean? Right. Because maybe if you were in a state where you were not deficient in that craving, yeah, maybe you wouldn't post as much Yeah, beca- because yeah. you're satisfied. Because that, that craving. Fulfilled already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of trying to like think about it in those terms is like, Oh, okay, let's, let's try that. Let's try that on. Let's try think about it in that way. On So we're supplementing with the junk food. Yeah. But when we're actually like fully nourished and when it comes to creativity and paying attention, you don't crave yeah. that as much. Uh-huh. I, yeah, th- I yeah, guess and that, 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 that is kind of like inspiring to think about it in that way for me. Um, because then it's like, okay, like maybe if I, if I am putting in and just, this follows with my experience too. It's like the times where I am putting in the focus and when I'm getting that need met and when I have times where I turn my phone off and I'm working on something like that, once that need is met, I feel fulfilled in this way mm-hmm. that makes me a lot less dependent on always checking my phone and yeah. like just having that even outside of artistic creativity, like just having that time of stillness and of quiet yeah, and of focus and of hard work is something that I think is just so, so valuable. Yeah. I, sorry. Are you and so hard to come by in today's right. society a lot of times. Yeah. Just to add to that, like something that for me, we've talked about in previous episodes, how like I would say this last year and a half has been the most fulfilling creatively for me because I feel like for a long time I was on this like path of kind of what you're talking about of like craving the attention and like Mm -hmm. posting to get some kind of result back to to confirm that I'm doing something right yeah but like within this year and a half being having these outlets like this podcast and then like mm-hmm. having a podcast with my wife yeah where when you're talking to each other you actually have to really pay attention or else you're not going to know what to say yeah, yeah like when you were playing those clips i actually had my eyes closed yeah because the one time i didn't have my eyes closed i <laughs> i like spaced out yeah so like i actually had to really focus yeah and i feel like a result of that I feel more fulfilled than I ever have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Doing these sessions, doing these podcasts, doing like, yeah, and I'm not writing as many songs right now. Mm-hmm. But before that would have drove me nuts. Like, yeah, I would have been. I felt. I would have felt really bad about myself. Right. But now it's like, it's a whole holistic type of thing where it's like I'm doing stuff that I'm actually in the moment. Yeah. Yes, I totally, I totally get that. All right, ready for the last quote from this video? It's not always easy. It's hard to really pay attention like this. It takes practice. Everybody does it their own way. But if there's one thing I can share that I think helps me focus and and really pay attention is this. I try not to see other creative people 
as my competitors. I try to find collaborators. Like if I'm acting in a scene, if I start seeing the other actors as my competitors, and I'm like, oh my god, they're going to get more attention than I am. People are going to be talking about their performance more than my performance. Like, I've lost my focus. And by the way, I'm probably going to suck in that scene. But when I see the other actors as collaborators, then it becomes almost easy to focus because I'm just paying attention to them. I don't have to think about what I'm doing. I just I react to what they're doing. They react to what I'm doing, and we can kind of keep each other in it together. Yeah. Yeah, I think that 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 like that changes the landscape of how you you frame like the thing that you're doing with the circle that you're having that creative moment in. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it, um, yeah, I just love that. I love the connection of how like, like competitive creativity and like collaborative creativity is also related to this, to this topic. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really important to tie that in. Yeah. Um, and I think that the idea of like competitive creativity is like something that's like that can take up quite a few episodes that I'm sure that we'll yeah. eventually get to. And just, I mean, that's ingrained in like so many things. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And just the ability to get over that and to like, to like you said, like see other creative people as collaborators and not competitors mm-hmm. is, is so, yeah, it's so related to this restructuring of your priorities to prioritize focus over attention, prioritize collaboration over competition. And it's, yeah. Yeah. I love to hear that. Yeah. Whenever, when I heard that clip, it, it, it just immediately made me think of Dogtown sessions. Yeah. And it's just like, that's how we see people who walk in the space is like, yeah, we're all working together now. Mm -hmm. Like we're collaborating together. Yeah. Like our, our our original like, uh, motto or original like slogan or whatever, what what would you call it? Like a subtitle was like creating together. Yeah. That's our, when we first started Dogtown sessions, um, if we were thinking of like, okay, like mission statements and how to boil it down to like the, the thing that it like that when you boil it down to its essence, it was creating together. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what it's about is we're not doing it to get, you know, it's definitely not about money because we're not yeah. getting money. Yeah. I, I mean, hopefully like money happens or whatever, but it's like, it's about creating what we're, what we're aiming for is creating spaces to create together. And that's, yeah, you know, um, it's just so related to that. Yeah. Cool. So that's, yeah. Do you have anything else to say about no, that, that? That's so good. I want to watch the whole video again. Yeah. Definitely. And you should too. Yeah. <laughs> like stop the, vi- stop this podcast again. Yeah. And then watch it. Yeah. Definitely. There's so many videos and like audio clips, which I'm sure is going to go to like most of our episodes mm-hmm. where it's like, you almost have to put it in a rotation, like put it in your calendar rotation. Yeah. Like, listen to this video right once every two months once a month or like every six months yeah there's all those videos where i need to watch like every week or something you know Mm -hmm. yeah there's so many of those it's important because it's like think because think of how often yeah uh, the number of think of how often numbers metrics like social media like social media followers influence you and think of how many times you're you're socialized with these like things that make you think those things matter. Yeah. And listen to this video 
or watch this video as many times as that yeah. as you get the other yeah. impulse you yeah know what I mean? it's like we're not immune to like fall out of that cycle like, yeah uh, no matter how powerful joseph gordon levitt's speech and ted talk was yeah it's like you always need a reminder yeah nobody's definitely. like protected from definitely. i heard it once i'm good exactly it's impossible i mean exactly maybe not but like because in a few months you're gonna go and you're gonna start to you know you're gonna see everybody talking about their you know social media whatever likes and then you're like oh that yeah that is kind of i would like that that is what i need to be going for isn't it or you're like your brain's like oh should i be doing that yeah you know like am i doing that wrong yeah it's like a fist fight every day (laughs) you gotta always it's work and it's challenging and that's what it's worth it right Mm -hmm. i mean yeah those are the things that are worth it is the stuff that's challenging exactly yes exactly and that goes into that deep work yeah the deep work of paying attention it's yes you're gonna have to deal with those distractions every single day totally that fist fight that you just said i like the way you put that because totally yeah it's a fist fight totally so um thanks to the band empty orchestra for that metaphor that came to mind there's this there's a song that they that they did off of their album here here lies empty orchestra um and the lyric is it's like a fist fight every day with my life and if you think i look bad you should see the other guy oh that's awesome isn't that good that's a way to close it out and Shout yeah. outs to you for crediting them. Yeah. Oh, they're the best. They're from yeah. Flint. They're a great. Man. That's awesome. Yeah. So shout out to them. Also shout out to Shanna for sending us this link to this video. Yes. Our friend Shanna who sent Tito and I the link to this video. Um, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Yeah. That group text was just like all caps, like screaming. Afterwards. Yeah. There was a lot of <laughs> caps lock after, <laughs> after that. Yeah. So thank you. Um, and next episode, another time soon. Bye. Bye.